you know we're getting into spooky season because now the 8-bit stuff has a little bit of a scurry edge to it. Super scurry. Oh, we're just missing uh, 8-bit Vincent Price in there. But, uh... God, that would be fucking... Wouldn't that be the... That would just be the icing on the cake. But... (laughs) What a perfect way to kick off our uh, four weeks... Plus one. We'll tell you about that here in a minute. Uh, Of Halloween. I am Chris. I am also Chris. And do you want to know how scared I got? How scared did you get? I got so scared, I... Opened my beverage before before the episode. Well, it, it's weird because your beverage this time, like it's it's a beer inside of one of those glow in the dark McDonald's pumpkins that they used yeah. to give out, the plastic pumpkins. So it's not even in a can or a bottle. Like it's it's a I weird delivery system. <laughs> well, it was one of those giant cans of Fosters. Oh yeah, <laughs> Fosters. Uh, it actually, it actually is a tall boy of White Claw, though. So okay, yeah. Now, man, we got a yeah. fun uh, White Claw related story uh, that we can't tell yet, but we will soon. Be coming down the line for you. Oh my god! Um, yeah, we got a lot of stuff that right now we just can't talk about. It's tied up in the legal system. Uh, no joke. Like, uh, <laughs> like no joke. I have actually consulted uh, with what's legal to talk about. Uh, and it's tied up right now. Um, uh, so we can't talk about it because, um, you know, the rule on, uh, it all started because of the rule on, uh, uh, negative reviews. You know, people are getting sued for negative reviews. Uh, so I actually reached out to, uh, the same, the same attorney who offered us assistance, uh, in the crusade against former Kentucky governor, Matt Bevin. Uh, and uh, wrote down the key bullet points and asked, could we get in trouble for this? So due to pending litigation, potential pending litigation, we have some things that we can't talk about right now. And I wish I wish I wish I was kidding because uh, I would love nothing more than to talk about that right now. But there is one thing that we can talk about. You might have seen the post that we posted earlier this week. And uh, that is, there's, um, we can't tell you how we acquired it. We can only completely and totally certify that it is legitimate. It is completely 100% authentic. But we have your opportunity this month, at, at two different points this month, you will have the opportunity to win Authentic water from the Friday the 13th, Part 6, Jason Lives shooting location. What? And, uh, yeah, again, we cannot tell you legally how, how we came into contact with this, how we have it. All we can tell you is that we have it. That's all you really need to know. Um, it's acquired. That's yes. all you need to concern yourself yep. with. Yep. Uh, the answers will become clear later on when we're legally allowed to. Uh, until then, uh, just know <laughs> GFY. Uh, but uh, at least one, we will have at least one opportunity to win on 
on. Not we're not going to make you wait until the next Friday the thirteenth, which is in November. We're not going to make you wait that long. We're going to make you wait until Halloween. Yup. Because Halloween is on a Saturday this year, and your friends with benefits are going to be giving you a live Halloween episode. Y'all didn't even know about that. What? Our show's the shit. Right? So we're going to be offering a live episode where we're going to have some uh, some fan interaction, where you're going to have a chance to call in to win and win yourself a jar, a little container of Friday the 13th, Part 6, Jason Lives, Lake Water. There's, I, I've, like, I have the container in my possession, the big container where the little containers are coming from. There's uh, some dirt in there. There's like lake dirt at the bottom, uh, but there's actual lake water that we can 100% testify to the fact that it came from the shooting location for Friday the 13th, part six. And uh, it is up for grabs that you have two chances to win this month. So uh, it's really exciting. Uh, so one of them, we're going to have a, a fantastic Halloween episode where, uh, uh, you know, we're going to be uh, talking about some, some of our favorite Halloween memories of our past. I get to finally tell the story of that crazy Halloween party. Yeah. Wait, the party? Yeah. The one that took years off my life. I can tell, uh, I, I can retell the Halloween story from the one I told you in the car. Oh my God. Yes, please. Yes, please. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll tell, uh, we'll tell some scary, uh, like some of our favorite scary stories. And, um, we'll also tell you how you can win before then, before the Halloween show. Uh, cause you're going to need to prepare something, uh, whether it be your best scary story or your best, um, you know, what your favorite Halloween costume as a kid was or, or nudes. Yeah. Yeah. Some Halloween nudes. Uh, however you, however we want to do it. We'll, 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 over the next couple weeks, we'll, we'll determine the contest. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, we, well, we were talking before about the, uh, the classic, uh, oh my God, I kind of want to text you. I, I don't think I can say this on the, uh, on the show. Uh, you know, remember the contest that, uh, you heard about over the weekend for the Jamaica trip? Oh yeah. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> I'm going to send you our, what, what I think our version is. You might spit out your beer, but please don't. Um, uh, there was a contest, uh, for people to win a trip to Jamaica. Um, and so that, that's what I think our version should be. <laughs> Yep. It was the only it was the only body part that started with that letter that I could think of off the top of my head, and I know what you're thinking, leg. But no, no, yep. no, 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 no. I think that one's a better one. Big mood, man. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, we're going to we're, we'll uh, we'll narrow down what the contest will be probably next week. We'll have a definitive answer. Um, also, I'm really excited that we have literally just solidified our spots in hell. With yeah. That. Oh, with, with my text. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, you know what? We don't know yet. We got to ask, we got to ask our special guest later. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so hold on to that thought right off because, uh, 
maybe we have solidified our place in hell. Maybe we haven't. We need to. Uh, we need to ask. Wait, are uh, we talking like thoughts or like thoughts? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, paint your butt to look like a pumpkin and send us a picture, and then the best one. The best one gets the lake water. I don't know. Uh, underwear optional. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Underwear is uh, is required to not be a part of it. Uh, <laughs> like that's it's not optional. Like you can't wear it. Like if you wear it, you're disqualified. That's just a part of it. Um, no, we'll come up with because uh, I know we talked about how we were going to tell um, uh, our favorite scary stories and. Um, uh, you know, we, we have, uh, you know, Halloween costumes that we had as, as that we went as, uh, when we were kids. So maybe, uh, funny stories about that. Uh, maybe Halloween pranks gone wrong. Um, uh, you know, something like that, something Halloween related because Halloween is, is, I know it's my favorite time of year. I'm pretty sure it's your favorite time of year too. Oh yeah, man. So, uh, we've got a lot to pick from. Uh, so, uh, but, but be on the lookout because uh, we'll have two, count them, two ways to win. One of them needs to, I think, be Friday the 13th related, though, because it is from a Friday the 13th movie. So I'm into that. Maybe, uh, maybe like we do a, a 13-question Friday the 13th quiz, and whoever gets the most right wins the lake water. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Okay. That might be something. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out something. Because um, we, we have two two opportunities to win. So you'll have two chances to win. Uh, so you have uh, twice as many chances as any other podcast has given you this Halloween. So uh, that's because we care about you. So uh, I think that's going to be... Because again... Our show's the shit. It it pretty much is. We are the highest rated show on the Talk Nerdy to Me podcast network. If only, if only we could wrangle our favorite show over to the Talk Nerdy to Me podcast network, and that is yeah, the Before It All Starts Again podcast. Uh, he's big time in us, though. He is. He's big league in us. He's asking for a lot of perks in his contract, so uh, we'll let the negotiations continue. But. Uh, we actually, um, I, feel, I, 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 I don't want to give too much away, but we listened to the new episode of Before It All Starts Again uh, on Saturday. He's a good dude. Yeah, from our buddy Jason. Uh, we listened to uh, his new episode. I guess, it's, I guess it's not really a secret because there are pictures of us together from the weekend. So I, we, we were together this weekend. But well, that's, I mean, we, we've been together. Well, that's while, true. Yeah. So. Yeah. The number two, gee, <laughs> we were listening to, Never mind. Um, no, no, no. That, that comes later. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so do I. Um, but, <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, we, we were together this weekend. We were hanging out, uh, working on a top secret project, working on something that we can't talk about yet. Um, but, uh, we listened to the new episode of Before It All Starts Again, um, and uh, we were. It was funny because you know I don't do this with with like really any other podcast that I listen to, but I was, uh, and we were we both were we were both talking back to it, and uh, like listening and, and and talking back like we were having a conversation even though he wasn't there. 
but you know, I mean, you know, it's what we do. Yeah, that is true. Uh, Jay, if you're listening and I hope you are, uh, finally, uh, your, uh, your coaster is going out in the mail this week. So be on the lookout. Sorry that it's taken so long. Uh, I had awful shingles. So take pity on me. That's all I can ask. Take, take just a little bit of pity that, uh, um, that I was hurting for a while. Um, and, but I've got the, uh, I've got the envelope. I've got the paper. I got the, uh, the, 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 the coasters. So, uh, one's going out to you. Uh, if you want to get a coaster of your very own or a, a friends with benefits logo coaster, there are three very easy ways that you can, uh, all you have to do is, uh, leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice, screenshot it, send it to us. You can subscribe to any level of our Patreon, patreon.com slash FWB podcast. As little as $1. In addition to all the other perks that you get, um, which include over 200 extra episodes in the archive, uh, bonus episodes every month, uh, all that stuff. We have a bunch of extra stuff that you can get. Uh, or what's number three? Send us nudes. Done. Heartstamos at gmail.com. That's it. 270-883-1617. That's all it takes. One of those three options is uh, the way to secure yourself a coaster. So uh, they're high-quality coasters. Um, you know, uh, we've got some of them to give away. You know you want them. We got them to give away. Yeah, so. I don't even... Fuck, I knew I forgot to get something. Uh, yeah, I, I pulled them out of the bag today, and I was like, Crap! I didn't. I, I you got the business cards, but you didn't get the the coasters. Yeah. So uh, they're still here. I'm uh, I'm looking at them right now. I can see them. They're wrapped up nice and neat for you in plastic. But uh, that's my bad. I, I I messed up on that. That's my B. Um, so now that we got all the business taken care of, it is officially October, which you know what that means. It is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. No. And oh. I mean, yes, but yeah, no. but that's not what we're here for. It is Halloween month is what we're really here for. And uh, so as we usually do, we have crafted four great weeks of content for you on the show to celebrate our favorite time of year. Plus the bonus episode that is coming on Saturday. We'll have a specific time. Um, and and uh, run down for that for you in the next couple weeks, so you can join us for that. It's going to be early enough that uh, you'll it, it'll be okay for you to get drunk, but early enough that you won't go out anywhere and get drunk. Like it'll be a good pregame before you go to any Halloween parties that you might be safely having in this era of COVID. Um, and uh, speaking of, uh, we have a special guest coming up today that. Uh, on this episode that will give you uh, their Halloween tips in the era of COVID. So, uh, but before we get there, our, uh, we wanted to give you guys just a layout of what we're doing uh, this month because uh, this one's going to be a fun one. This is going to be a little bit different than what we normally do. It's going to be a little bit bigger than what we normally do. Uh, but I think it's going to be a fun undertaking. All right. And uh, because we're 
Horror is one of those weird genres that has a million subgenres underneath it. Like action movies usually only like there's there's only a few different kinds of action movies, quote unquote. There's only a few kinds of you know, mystery movies or adventure movies or comedies. Um, but horror has like 50,000 subtypes. It's the metal of the, uh, it's the metal of the movie industry. It it's really, like there are 2 trillion different subgenres of metal. There's a lot. Uh, and so we wanted to, kind of take a few of the uh, a few of those subgenres. We want to take just a couple of them, just a few of them and kind of give you an overview of our favorite movies from those genres, uh what makes a good movie from that genre, what we would like to see in those movies in that genre going forward and how the outlook of that subgenre looks. And so we've got a bunch of different ones. We're not going to tell you what they all are right now because that would just be not fair. Because, uh, you know, what's the fun in that? Yeah, plus we got to keep you listening. Right. I mean, more so than to win lake water, you got to, you know, listen to the to the great words that we have to say. Uh, I don't know where that came from. What was that? I don't know. I don't know. And I can't spend it. I can't spend four weeks talking about roller jam. So you can no bullshit. I, I mean, I could, but no one would listen. So it's okay. Uh, and I, I could spend the next four weeks talking about how my scabs look, but from the shingle. But I'm not going to do that either because no one wants to hear about that. So <laughs> we have we've divided up uh, several different genres. We've kind of grouped some of them together. Um, you know, so like the ones that make sense, we've kind of looped them together, linked them together, uh, and uh, that way we can, you know, if they're really closely related, um, you know, uh, we we kind of grouped them. But uh, this week we're going to start first week of October uh, as our not really crypt keeper. I need to think of another. Uh, like uh horror curator host uh because Sven-Gooley. okay as our uh, Sven Gooley Koran why don't you tell us what our first uh grouping of subgenres for our October spooky month spectacular is the October spooky month spectacular yeah I thought I'd give it some flair I don't know I like it I like it I'm into it uh, for week one, we matched up found footage and anthology. Uh, you know, I mean, I, th- I think these two kind of go hand in hand. They've both like, what the fuck was that? Um, sorry. They both had like their highs of highs and their hardcore lows of lows. Um, but, you know, we kind of tried to like put things together and this was kind of my mashup of mashups because the, the there was a big crossover for this one that I, I really do want to touch on and that's the VHS series. Ah uh, yes. Um the the first one was uh 
like, I mean, the first one kind of took the horror industry by storm. Um, it was like one of the first big, like big magnet releases that I think got like a lot of like mainstream coverage. And, uh, like there were people I didn't even like, like my boss who didn't even watch horror, like my old boss who didn't watch horror at all the time. She like, she came into work one day and she's like, uh, my husband was talking about this movie. Have you watched VHS? I was just like, how the hell does your husband who doesn't watch horror or go on the internet know what VHS is? Um, I mean, it, it, it just kind of took it by like, it kind of surprised me with how big that tiny little independent movie got. And, uh, I think, yeah, Ty West directed like the overarching story to it. And I think he may have directed like one of the shorts, but I think overall, um, the first VHS is a phenomenal movie. Uh, I, for a long time, I was a champion saying that the second one was better. Then I did a double feature probably about six months ago and watched one and two back to back. And one, I think, is the better movie. Uh, it has probably my favorite, uh, like, oh my gosh, what am I trying to say here? Um, section bit, whatever the hell I'm supposed to call it, with the, uh, it's just called I Like You, and it's the one with, like, the demon girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the only downside is I'm literally talking about the first story or the first video um, from the first movie. Uh, it got so much notoriety, they fleshed it out into a full movie. And you know what that story didn't need to be 90 minutes long. <laughs> they captured everything they needed to in about 10 to 12 minutes and... They did it perfectly, and I think VHS is kind of like that, uh, that like perfect mixture of found footage and anthology. Yeah, I still have no idea how the first VHS just got it like exploded the way it did. Yeah, like I have no idea because you're right. Like people who had no interest in horror or I had never heard talk about horror at all. Um, we're talking about it and had seen it. And I'm like, it, it was, I thought it was pretty obscure, but no, like people, people found it somehow, some way. So good on them. Yeah. And I mean, it, I, I think it like, and it's what I said. Like, I think the movie deserved all that love and praise that it got. Like, I mean, there was like, don't get me wrong. I think there is one short short. That's the fucking word I was trying to think of. There is one short that I think is abysmal in that movie. Um, it's the, the one that takes place over Skype with like the dude who's like doing the scientific experiment on like the, the girls he's dating online. Oh yeah. Yeah. That one's weird. And it goes like, it's the longest one in the entire movie and it drags on way too long. I can't remember if it's like supposed to be aliens or just like an infection or what, but it's just so unbelievably bad. The rest of the movie's amazing though. 
just That's fantastic. True. So, I mean, you're not wrong about that. And the, and I will say, like, you know, VHS led to a small kind of. I don't know. I wouldn't even say it kind of led to like. Never mind. I'm just going to retract what I was about to say. Not even say it. Oh, you can't do that now. You can't retract now. You got to say it. Well, I was going to say it kind of led to a resurgence in the found footage and the uh, anthology like movie franchise. But like, then I thought back to 2009 and the two movies that kind of really did that with separately. Yeah. So, but we'll touch on those in a little bit, I'm sure. Well, uh, you know, you uh, you can't talk about found footage without talking about the the grandfather Blair Witch Project, um, and I'll only touch on it for a second. Um, but going back, and I actually watched it recently, uh, trying to watch it from a 1999, I and not from a 2020 eye because it really did uh, break the mold for so much stuff. And there are uh, basically almost every movie to some extent that we're going to talk about in this episode uh, has Blair Witch Project to thank Uh, because uh, you watch it now and you're like, "Eh, yeah, like this is, cheesy and predictable and whatever, but that's because it set the bar so long ago. So, uh, got to give a quick shout out to that. But, um, and I mean, much like VHS, like it took the entire world. Yeah. Storm. It was like the, one of the first real movies to properly utilize the internet, um, and internet marketing and like getting people, uh, aware of something, this little indie project, by the power of online. Like they had figured out how to do stuff online before regular people did, uh, and used it completely to their advantage. But I just want to look at one thing real quick, and this isn't something we normally dive into. Uh, okay. So the budget for the movie. Yeah. $200,000. That's that. I mean, estimated, it's estimated somewhere between 200 and $500,000, but it looks like it's on the lower end. Do you know how much that grossed? Uh, I'm going to take a guess because I don't know off the top of my head, but I'm going to guess uh, $150 million. Add another $100 million to that. Oh, my God. Wow. I thought one hundred forty-eight point six. Damn. That's a, that's very impressive. Yeah. Uh, so, do a little yeah. quick math here. Two forty-eight six zero 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 zero. Divided by 200, zero, zero, zero. Uh, uh. That is 1,243 times its budget. That's pretty damn solid. Uh, I would say that's a good return on investment. I would absolutely say so. Uh, Yeah, so props to them. No matter how you feel about the movie now, uh, it's terrible sequel or it's terrible third movie. Um, However you feel about all of those, you got to give props to the OG. So, oh, yeah. And I mean, it's, as you said, it's the grandfather of found footage, really. Like, especially, and, you know, I know it's not the OG. 
I know there have been a few other things in like the early and mid nineties. Yeah, but fuck them. Who cares? Even probably some of the eighties, but like nothing garnered that level of attention and nothing grabbed the horror industry the way that that did. Yeah. Uh, so if we're talking anthologies, let's just go ahead and talk about it. Um, it's one of the ones that I was going to talk about VHS, but then I was like, well, these two movies came out in 2009. If we're going to talk anthologies, I got to talk about probably my absolute favorite. One of my top horror movies of all time. All right. 2000 it filmed and originally supposed to come out in 2007. Only got a couple small screenings, some festival stuff. Got a DVD Blu-ray release in 2009. Talking about Trick or Treat. Yeah. Love it. Love everything about it. If you want to, for me, if you want to encapsulate the Halloween feeling in a movie, it's that. Yeah. Uh, Despite having a uh, one specific person, you know who you are, who uh, messaged me since the last time we talked about trick or treat saying that they did not enjoy it and they found it boring. GFY. Um, I will say, despite you saying that it does not derail me from loving that movie very, very much. So me too. And, uh, it definitely was a large part of what I think led to this resurgence of anthology movies. Um, a lot of them haven't really been mainstream, but and I'm sure we'll touch on some smaller ones that we really enjoy here in a few minutes. Uh, but yeah, I, I really think trick or treat was that thing that reignited a lot of people's love for um, anthology horror movies. Cause there hadn't really been another one and like another notable, like notable one since I guess you could technically say tales from the hood. From like oh four, yeah, that really was that significantly really later. Yeah, yeah, I really think the last one that made like a big impact was Creepshow two. Gosh, I remember Creepshow two. I remember the first time I watched Creepshow two. Uh, yeah, I liked Creepshow uh, one a lot better, but Creepshow oh, two yeah, was pretty but, fun. Um. But like trick or treat, uh, I watched it. I, I went to Walmart, bought it on DVD, got one of the last three copies they had, and went home, watched it, uh, literally by myself. The next day, friend of the show, Paul Frankie, who I was living with at the time, we watched it, and then the next night, uh, our other roommate Jonathan came home because he'd been out of town or with his girlfriend at the time or something, hadn't been home in a couple nights. And he comes home and he was like, Oh, did you buy trick or treat? And I was like, yeah. He's like, do you want to watch it? And I was like, yes. Yes, (laughs) Yes, I I would. Yes. He's like, have you watched already? I was like twice, put it in. So I watched the movie three times in three days, which I cannot say I've done with a lot of movies. So, yeah, that's a, that's, that's high praise. Like that is high praise for a movie. And, uh, Gosh, though, like, that's the thing about it is it's just such a, it's got just such a connection to the history of Halloween that, that, like, if you love 
you know, the history and evolution of Halloween, that it just adds so much to it. Yeah. Uh, I am going to come out and say, though, I know they announced it. I know they said it's going to happen. Guys, just give up hope. We're not getting a sequel. Yeah, as sad as it is to say, probably not. Uh, King of All Monsters didn't do well, so... I can't say I think it's going to do... I just can't say I think it's going to happen. So... Add it to uh, add it to the uh, Behind the Mask, Rise of Leslie Vernon sequel. Uh, hey, why, you, why you gotta fuck up my day like that? That uh, that proves that we are. If 2020 hadn't proved already that we are in the darkest timeline, then those two movies not getting a sequel. But fucking, there are 18 Alvin and the Chipmunk movies should prove to you that we are truly in the darkest timeline. Just period. Um. <laughs> And, and also, my man, if we're talking found footage, you just named it. True dad. Behind the mask. Yeah, it's shot, uh, you know, it's 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 uh, like documentary style. Um, yeah, one of, if not the best uh, hidden gem horror movies um, that you could possibly find. Just top-notch all the way around it still breaks my heart uh every so often i don't do this very often because it makes me sound very pathetic uh but every so often i'll go back and listen to uh some of the interviews that we've done over the years uh with some of the celebrities uh that are available in the uh friends with benefits patreon archive uh robert england being one of them and i specifically asked him what are the odds of a Behind the Mask, Rise of Leslie Vernon 2. And he, after uh, talking about how much he loved that movie, said, oh, well, the sequel script is actually on my desk right now. And my heart breaks a little bit more every time I go back and listen to that. It depresses me, man. It's sad. It's super sad. Um, you know what other uh, anthology movie made me sad in a different way? Uh-oh. Because I love the movie, even though some of these segments, some of the stories are hit or they're, they're, they're hits. Some of them are misses, uh, but one of them was a big enough hit to spawn an entire other movie. Here we go. One of, I cannot, I cannot recommend All Hallows Eve enough. And if you can find, it used to be on YouTube. I don't know if it's on there anymore, but um, that there's a there's a segment in All Hallows Eve that is the standout segment, uh, and it's the uh, the girl at the gas station, and yeah. it's friggin' it's so good. And that was actually a horror short by its um, on its own it was like a 17 minute horror short that the guy who directed wrote and directed all hallows eve did first and like that's what basically got him the funding to make all hallows eve uh i don't know it, it ter- terrifier terif- terrifier yeah. 
terrifier. Terrifiers, the, the, the movie um, on its own. So it, that started out as a 17-minute movie, Terrifier. And it's that segment of All Hallows' Eve, but it's a little bit different if you watch the, the – the, if you can find the 17-minute version. Um, so I love that. I love the 17-minute version. I love the whole movie, All Hallows' Eve. But then it spun off into Terrifier, the standalone movie, which I enjoyed a lot less. I thought Terrifier was okay. And now it's getting a sequel. Uh, Do you want to know what was... Do you want to know what I would watch Terrifier over every time? What's that? All Hallows' Eve 2. Oh, God. All Hallows' Eve 2... I have not been more excited for a movie and had my hopes up for a movie so high only to be as uh, I think as the Brits say absolutely gutted by a movie because it is absolute trash. Well, and you know, all it is, is, uh, it's just, they, they just bought the rights to horror shorts off the internet. You can go online and watch every single short from that movie on YouTube. And it's not from an All Hallows Eve page. It's all from like different people that put them out. And you know how many of them are good? You know what a donut looks like? Yeah. Zero. Uh, yeah. It's it's uh, it's rough. Like it's bad because there are some that are like eight seconds long. And there's yeah, there's one that's literally I think like three minutes. It's so awful. And the first one, All Hallows Eve, has what five? Yeah. Like segments or shorts. Yep. Uh, the sequel has like 13. Yeah. It's, it's bad. Can we keep talking about, uh, can we keep talking about shitty anthology movies real quick? Cause I yeah. got another one I want to talk about. Hit me. And people love this one and I don't fucking understand why I watched it. I hated it. I hated everything about it. Cause all it does is rip off other movies. I don't know how anyone could sit down, watch all Hallows Eve and enjoy it. I hated that movie Wait. so freaking much. All Hallows Eve. We were just talking about how we liked it. Not, not All Hallows Eve. Uh, Tales of Halloween. There you go. Tales of Halloween. I was about to say, dude, we just spent like six minutes gushing about how great it is. Sorry, 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 sorry. My hatred blinded me. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. It's 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 not really great like it's i i guess i can see maybe why people like it kind of if they've got bad taste but because they don't want to sit through satan's little helper or friday the 13th movie uh <sighs> tales of visca whatever it is about like oh you think you're kidnapping someone's kid you're actually kidnapping a demon it's like every single short or segment in that movie had been done as a feature length film at some point and done so much better. Yeah. 
I even think they ripped off one of the segments from All Hallows Eve. But they may have. Yeah, it's not good. Don't waste your time. Also, if you're fitting eleven segments into ninety minutes, you're doing something wrong. Yeah, you need to to flesh that out a little bit better. Oh, I hate that fucking movie. Yeah, it's not not great. Um, no. I mean, it's not uh, it's not the ABCs of death, but buddy. Um, Uh, yeah, I hate or it. the ABCs of death too. Oh, yeah, why? Why there needed to be a second one? I don't know. Uh, but I could also go on about uh, um, what was it? XX. Never watched it. Oh, uh, it's or, it's uh, holidays. Yeah, it's absolutely horrible. XX is the the big focus on that. It was supposed to be like. It's all female directors. Four right? stories by four women. Yeah, yeah, four turds. Yeah, they're it's pretty shit. And keep in mind, we're not hating on female directors or hating no. on anything like that. Like we, uh, some of my favorite horror movies ever have been directed by women. So yeah, um, but if you're gonna use that gimmick, do it right. Yeah, do, do a good job. You, you can't you can't tout that as your gimmick and then put out a bad movie. Absolutely uh, true. Let's let's jump back on the train. Let's reference something in the archives again. Okay. Uh, when we did our uh, Hidden Gem Horror Movie Tournament. Yeah. Which you can go back and listen to uh, if you go to our uh, Patreon and donate as little as one dollar. That's true. Patreon.com backslash FWB podcast. Yeah. Uh, a little movie that I think kind of took... All of us by surprise by how much we enjoyed it. I'd seen it before. It was one of my choices. Southbound. I that one's on my list. I loved Southbound, the road trip anthology movie. Yep, and so great. I will say one of the most seamless story into story found footage or not found footage anthology movies I've ever seen. Well, like the thing about it that makes it great is there's not a lot of jump scares it's like slow build creepy like something's not right anticipation building that's what makes it scary it's such a good choice that that movie is so good Uh, and i mean in it it was uh so i ended up watching it with um it was my friend evan a uh, few people were supposed to come over. Everyone else bailed but him. Um, he was working like he was working third shift at Lextran, the local like public transit system here in town. He only like he'd picked up OT and like one of his managers. Like he was literally working six days a week for like five weeks in a row or something. Jeez. So I texted him. I was like, "Hey man, everyone else canceled. If you still want to come over, I'm down to hang. I haven't seen you in a few weeks." He's like, "Man, all I want to do is see one of my friends." I was like, "Dude, come on over. We'll we'll, we'll figure out something to watch." So he gets over at like nine. We watched something on ye old fire stick when I had that. And we were looking for something else. And I'd always seen the cover because the cover has the cover looks so dumb. Please don't judge this movie on its cover. The cover looks stupid. It's a pentagram made out of highway. Yeah, it's pretty bad. 
uh, and I turned to him and I was like, Hey man, I've wanted to watch this for a while. Like we can turn it on, watch it for 15 minutes. If we don't like it, we'll turn it off. And he's like, works for me, man. I'm just here to hang. So like I turned it on and you know, the, the first scene featured an old Ford truck. So he was in love. <laughs> um, but like it just grabbed, he's not a big horror guy. So, I mean, it just grabbed like both of us. And he was, uh, I mean, he was like, he was getting into it. And at the, the, the very end, when you see the, the thing that ties it back into the first story, he was just like, holy shit, that's really clever. I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. So you ready to jump in and talk about some found footage? Uh, I've got one more anthology that I would like to give just a quick shout out to. Lay it on me. That nobody really talks about, but is pretty fun. It was originally designed to be a uh, an anthology series for Showtime, but they decided against it. Uh, John Carpenter's Body Bags. It's got uh, a hell of a lot of uh, cameos, uh, and it's got some serious star power with uh, Sam Raimi, Roger Corman, Wes Craven, um, John Carpenter and Toby Hooper show up. Uh, Mark Hamill's in it. Um, I'm trying to remember which director shows up as like the homeless man in the uh, gas station segment. Was oh, it's Wes Craven. Yeah, 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 Wes Craven. Um, Wes Craven. Yeah, it's it is such a fun. It's it's like just the right amount of campy to make it great. Uh, yeah, it's it's. It's fantastic. Uh, so go out of your way to watch Body Bags just because it's one that a lot of people haven't heard of and haven't seen, and I feel like they should. Uh, it's available on a streaming service right now, but until they pay us, we won't talk about it. Nope, I don't care. Not 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 giving them a shout-out till we see that check. But anyway, uh, yeah, found footage stuff. Um, I know we gave the, uh, the shout-out to Blair Witch before, but uh, I think the... You can't talk about um, found footage in the modern era, quote unquote, um, without mentioning paranormal activity. The other movie from 09, because, um, you know, I was trying to give love to VHS, but like uh, Trick or Treat hitting DVD in 09 and paranormal activity coming out in 09, like, yeah. I mean, that was one of the first, like, great, like, falls for horror that I can really remember being excited about. And fun fact about Paranormal Activity, it is the only movie I have ever downloaded illegally. Really? The only one. So, yeah. It's it's the only movie I ever pirated. Wow, okay. Because they... Uh, because before they put it out in theaters, I think if you, like hit a certain because the, the entire movie was like kickstarted before kickstarter was a thing yeah um so i think if you donated it was somewhere between like 500 to a thousand dollars they would literally like send you a screener and i think like a couple of the screeners uploaded them online that sounds right that sounds yeah. like something screeners would do so uh ended up finding a great copy of it downloading it because when I when I heard people like screaming in theaters and like running out and stuff, like you know me, you know you know my still the same uh, OG. Thank you. Always. Um. 
like you know my startle reflex yeah it's, it's not great like <laughs> there are there are parts in like marvel movies like uh the avengers when hulk jumps out like that'll get me like <laughs> i'm not gonna see a movie where people are like where stuff is going out about people running out of the theater yeah no, no thank you no, i'm six and a half feet tall no one wants to sit in front of me during something like that <laughs> Uh, but yeah, paranormal activity is, I, I know we have a different opinion about one of them though. Well, paranormal activity was the first movie in a really long time that impacted the way I slept. Um, because paranormal activity was what, like the first movie in a really long time that interrupted my sleep pattern because it, it like it stuck with me and it had been a long time since the movie had done that. So I have to give it a lot of props, but uh, yeah, the rest of the paranormal activity movies I could take or leave. Uh, I own all the paranormal activities except for one. Um, I don't own ghost dimensions because I've, I've never watched it. I've just heard so many bad reviews of it that uh, another friend of the show, Travis Williams, um, said, and I quote, when I was like, oh, man, I haven't watched it yet. He, his literal and only response, and Travis is probably the biggest cinephile I know, just goes, don't. <laughs> and there are movies he has disliked that um, he's been like, well, man, yeah, give it a shot. Maybe you'll like it. But when I told him I hadn't seen Ghost Dimensions, his only response was don't. Um, there's a divisive one in the Paranormal Activity series that I know a lot of people hate and a lot of people love. It's honestly probably one of my favorites, and that is the marked ones. Is that the one with the uh, the connect? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hate it. Bored. I love it. Bored. I loved it. Um. Yeah, paranormal activity was just in it. Like, I just wish they hadn't gone the saw route and put a movie out every year. Yeah, that kind of overdid it. But yeah. I think there was, I think it was oh nine, but then eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. That's just it's too and much. Fifteen because there are six movies, but there's paranormal activity one through five, and then the marked ones is in between four and five. So. Um, but yeah, like the, it, it's a oh, fucking, I mean, I'll even come to say this. I'll, I think it's one of the best horror movie series that's gotten its footing in the two thousands. Not that there's a lot of stiff competition. I was to say there's not much for it to go against, but I, I get your point. You know, but... it's better than hostile. Uh, yeah. It's better than the Cabin Fever ser er, uh, series that has four movies oh to it now. God, yeah. Ugh. It's better than Wrong Turn, which has Yeah, let's just pump the brakes on Wrong Turn. We'll get yeah. to the Wrong Turn series. And uh, I believe both members of this podcast own all six of them. Guilty as charged. Uh, and I believe that you and I might be the only two people Googling Wrong Turn 7 release date over and over again. I know I am. I'm waiting. I uh, shooting is done. Like I want to know where it is. Uh, not on my Blu-ray shelf, which, which is horse shit. Pisses me off. 
Um, if we're talking about found footage, got to give love to another one that was mentioned in, that was in the aforementioned uh, Hidden Horror Gems tournament that you can find on the archives for as little as $1. Patreon.com backslash FWB podcast. Check us out. What's um, up? Grave Encounters. Oh, yeah. Uh, my roommate, uh, my old roommate, Nick, I get home from work and he's like, hey, man, I watched this movie on Netflix. I was like, cool. Was it good? And he's like, yeah. Do you want to watch it? <laughs> I was like, when did you watch it? And he was like, two days ago. He was working nights at the time. and It was like his first day off. And I was like, sure, man. What's it called? He's like, Grave Encounters. I was like, Okay. Here's the thing. If you've never seen it, don't look up a trailer. Don't do anything. Sit down and watch it and suffer through the first 20 minutes, which is basically a parody of uh, Ghost Adventurers. Yeah. Um, then it gets good. But once that movie hits the ground running, <laughs> oh boy, it hits the ground running. Um, that being said, don't watch the sequel. No, please don't. For the love of all that is good and holy in this world, don't watch it. Uh, it commits one of the cardinal sins of, um, of movies where it, it, it goes the same way of like the human centipede where uh. you know, the, the movie is just a movie in the sequel. Do, do you get it? We're being meta. Shut the hell up. Yeah. That's annoying. Get out of your own way. You made an amazing movie and could have done a great follow up, but you shit the bed. Yep. Um, yeah, Grave Encounters was to use one of my phrases, I'll say better than I thought it had any right to be. <laughs> yeah, better than it deserves. Can we talk about one that I'm sad didn't happen? Yes. And I think you, you might want to touch on this too. The rumored sequel to the Friday the 13th reboot in 2009 was going to be a found footage movie in winter. I am, I, I can safely say of all of the proposed Friday the 13th sequels and additional entries that have been rumored since the reboot or remake or reimagining or whatever they wanted to call it, that's the one that I wanted to see the most. Absolutely. Um, and I, I, I can't agree with you more because like, I loved the idea of that premise. We've never seen Jason in winter. Uh, we've never seen a found footage Jason movie. We've never like, there's just so much untapped, like stuff that fits there. Cause like, especially in the digital age and everything that was like, just hitting hard at that point, it would have been uh, like, it just could have been a, like so good and so much fun yeah. and a blast. And we never like it. The fact that it never came to fruition is a true bummer. What could have been, what should have been. Uh, as, and trust me as a, as somebody who has read uh, every script, but one for the potential Friday, the 13th, sequels that were that had gotten to the scripting the, the, the scripting stage uh that one would have been the best hands yeah. down i've read way too many uh potential friday the 13th movie scripts <laughs> a lot and they're a lot like all of them are bad 
So uh, none of them would have been good, and that one at least had a lot of potential. So sad. <sighs> well, I think that uh, brings us to the end of our. Hold on, I got to touch oh. on. Okay. Uh, one more that right. I absolutely love. All right. Uh, available on a couple streaming services, uh, one of which will never pay us, the other one that may eventually. Maybe. Um, Hell House LLC. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good one. Uh, if you've never watched it, it combines something. And spoiler, this might not be the only time you hear this movie mentioned. Um, but it just, like, the, the the premise is these people are turning uh, a hotel where le- legitimate murders happened into a haunted house, which kind of hits home because one of the last haunted houses I've been to was at this place in Ohio where they literally turned a house where three people got murdered into or murdered in into a haunted house. Um, and it just talks about like all of that. And then like weird shit keeps happening and story just goes from there. It was again, one of those things I just kind of like found on streaming service and, uh, much like grave encounters though, I will openly say, don't watch the sequels. Um, the second one is like the first one's great. The second one is moderately watchable. The third one is an abomination to the first oh two. Oh my gosh. There's, there's more than one sequel. There's a third one. <sighs> and buddy, it's real bad. I saw the first one, loved the first one, never watched any more and didn't watch the second one because that was the only one that I thought there was, but now there's a third one. All right, then you're a better man for not watching it. <sighs> um, one more quick shout out, and I make this like super quick. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Uh, no worries. Lake Mungo. It's one of the After Dark Horror Fest movies. It's probably one of the better ones they did. I think it's the only found footage they ever did when they were making those. Okay. Uh, I'll say it's a slow burn, but it is eighty to eighty-five minutes and well worth your time to sit down and watch. I mean, I'm gonna have to. I haven't. I haven't seen that one yet, so I'm gonna have to watch that one. It's worth your time. I know the After Darks are hit or miss, but. Uh... Yeah. Um, no, I'm in. I like all the. Uh, I like. I like the stuff like that when like companies used to try and do like, they would release like a dozen horror movies at once, and like some of them were good, some of them were trash, but like the fun was just watching them all to to pick them out. Oh, dude! Like the first three years they came out, I was at Best Buy the day they released <laughs> buying all all seven or eight. And uh, let's give a shout out to. Uh, I know it's not a movie, but uh, probably. Uh, one of the first introductions to anthology horror that we all ever had. Uh, Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. Um, the, uh, the reboot miniseries was very, very okay at best. Uh, last year they did a, like a revival series, um, extremely average, but the original series, uh, Zebo the clown still kind of freaks me out. So yeah. Uh, Are you afraid of the dark? The grandfather, the o- the, the the true OG of uh, anthology horror uh, for most people listening. I know, like things like the Twilight Zone and Night Gallery and stuff like that. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock presents kind of predated, obviously predated that stuff. But for a lot of people in our age range, Are You Afraid of the Dark was like your first real taste of that. So, props to them. 
Uh, and now I had to read over the contract because uh, we have a we have a guest coming in. Let me let me prep this because uh, we are contractually obligated to uh, musically accompany the guest in because we have a very special guest for the first time ever making an appearance on the show. We're going to ask him if our tickets to hell are punched uh, because here about to uh, set the uh, the room on fire to come up in the portal from the netherworld, ladies and gentlemen, making his Friends with Benefits podcast debut. I give you the Lord of Darkness. I give you Satan. What? I am the god of hellfire, and I bring you fire. Hey, hey, move over, move over. Let me sit down for a second. All right. It's been, it's been a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Move over a little bit, Colrod. Put your hair up in a ponytail. What? No. Yes, move over. All right, thanks. All right, I'm going to take this stool. Do you guys always sit on this stool flipped upside down? Yeah, pretty much. Every week? Every week. All right, yeah. All right, so how are you guys? How's everything going? Dude, things things are good. All right, awesome. Things are good. Did you grow those horns yourself? Your, uh, your check cleared, which uh, you will see in your ratings. Uh, I am, I am uh, keeping up my end of the bargain by uh, maintaining your high ratings because your checks keep clearing. Now, do you have the... Uh, the Now, you're familiar with our friend Apple, right? Oh, yeah, I'm very familiar with Apple. Good, good, good. Very familiar with Apple. Now, what he said about when I leave this world, is is that still happening when I get down there? Listen, as long as he keeps making his monthly payments, then your spot is secured. The mansion, the virgins, all the weed you can smoke, all the beer you can drink, all that stuff. Yeah, it's all good, as long as he keeps paying his bills. All right, I'm into it. It's all good. So, uh... So let me ask, uh, what 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 brings you to the show? Well, see, normally I'm out running Hollywood, as you know. Um, yeah. You know, uh, it, it's a tough life. It takes up most of my time. I'm having to go through all the contracts in Hollywood. Uh, Ellen just renewed. She wasn't going to renew, uh, which is why we had the controversy, but she uh, came through with another payment, so we made that go away. Her show's back. Uh, Steve Harvey lost his talk show because he didn't pay his bill. Uh, so, you know, we're, uh, we're doing a lot of shifting around. Uh, so there's a lot of contracts to sign. Um, you know, all of that stuff. So, uh, but now that, uh, you know, COVID has, has been released on the world, I've got a little bit of extra time because, uh, people aren't actively out shooting projects. So, uh, I figured I would grace myself. Uh, race you guys with my presence uh, on the show for the month of October. Oh, you're yeah. welcome. Thank, thank you. Oh yeah, you're welcome. So uh, I'm here the entire month. You guys are doing like an ode to Halloween, which is you know of course my favorite holiday. Um, so I want to be. Uh, I, I want to participate. I want to help out. I want to help you guys out. You guys are some of my favorite clients. Uh, your, Thank you. Your, your payments are always prompt. Always prompt. Uh, and I appreciate the fact that you include that handwritten note every month with your payment. It's a very nice touch. You're welcome, buddy. Um, uh, so I'm just glad you can read my handwriting. I, I sure can. The stick figures are a nice touch, also. Uh, the smiley faces. 
Yeah. You only charge a dollar for stick figure drawings. I know, and I appreciate that you don't charge me, so uh, that's why you guys are my favorite. So I bless you with the good ratings uh, and all that stuff. So, uh, But I also wanted to, when I found out, I, I heard that you guys are doing uh, an all-Halloween October. I couldn't stay away, but I wanted to get, I wanted to actually contribute. I didn't want to just show up and, uh, you know, sit here and then leave. So... I wanted to uh, give you guys, every week I'll come on and give you Satan's Halloween tips. Okay. How's that and sound? Just the tip? Just the tip. Trust me, the tip is enough. Alright. Can't let people get too greedy. Also, by the way, send your nudes to iHeartSatan at gmail.com. Wait, what? No, 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 just kidding. It's iHeartStamos, because I also heart John Stamos. Oh, who doesn't? I know, right? He doesn't age. No, no. Because... He, he, he pays you for that, right? Oh, he makes his payments every time. They, they smell like Greek yogurt. Is that oh, weird? I mean, you've, seen, you've seen the man. You can't be that surprised. I mean, listen. He shorted me one month. That's why his belly button looks all messed up. But other than that, I mean, he's a handsome man. He's a handsome man. Let's not, let's not take anything away from him. So... I wanted to come on and give you guys my safety tips. We're in a weird age when it comes to uh, Halloween because, uh, you know, we've got the uh, the coronavirus out there and it's tough to stay safe. You can listen to the, the, the scientists, air quote. Uh, you can listen to the president, air quote, um, which, by the way, you should see the monthly check I get from that one. Uh, oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, buddy. Sure. Um, that's why you think there are no taxes out there. Can you just, uh, can you send that check to me? Uh, just one month, just one month. Uh, I can't do that. Can't do that. It violates the contract. Fair, fair. Have you ever heard of a Satan patient confidentiality? It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I don't think that's a thing, though. It is. Trust me, it is. So, you could listen to some of the experts. You could listen to experts on either side to give you proper Halloween etiquette guidelines, if you will, but let's get it straight from the source. The guy that created Halloween, me, Satan. Let's get your facts straight from me, right? Am I right or am I right? I'm right. You're right. So, in this era of COVID, coronavirus, for Halloween, you might hear, don't go to Halloween parties. Don't go trick-or-treating. All I'm going to tell you is, Wear a mask, and it can be a mask of any kind. It can be a cloth mask. It can be a it can be a plastic mask that you get from your local store as part of a costume. Here's your here's your Satan pro tip: get two two different masks so that you can go your candy route door to door twice. Double the candy. Into it. Listen to your pal Satan, and when he tells you, you can get double the candy if you just get a second costume with a second mask, and you'll stay safe. This pro tip brought to you by Satan. I will see you guys next week, and uh, I'll have an all-new tip, and uh, I would also really like to uh, be a part of your Halloween episode. Maybe I can have the some, some of your listeners call in and talk to me.
Oh, yeah, man. It could be fun. Like it could be a ton of fun. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it more. My people will call your people. And, uh, and... Do you always smell like fire? Oh, I smell like hellfire, baby. All right, buddy. We'll hellfire! And just like that, he's gone. That was weird. He sat in my seat the whole time. It smells like burnt. It, it's burnt. Like my, my, my stool is on fire. It was. It was smoldering for a second. I'm just going to stand for the rest of this one, I guess. That's fair, man. That's I'm fair. I'm just going to stand here. He seemed nice. I'm glad he's got our checks. Well, Weird, though. Thankfully. Yeah. We'll have to. I guess now we have to work him into the Halloween episode. I don't know. We'll. we'll he's going to know. But um, that was your your Satan safety Halloween pro tip. And. Uh, Patreon.com slash FWB podcast. Hashtag FWB podcast. Hashtag FWB podcast everywhere you are. Uh, Twitter, Tout, Facebook, Instagram. Again, the Instagram one only has like a hundred posts. Like three of them are us. (laughs) The rest of them are some defunct podcast. Guys, we really want the Instagram hashtag to be taken over by us. We would love it. Um, We would. But, guys, we will talk to you in about a week. Yeah. And uh, make sure Friday the 13th goes up this week. So Jason takes yep. Manhattan this week, part eight. Oh, God. Yeah, um, sorry, man. Jason takes Manhattan. Guys, we're ready. We got it. It's killing. It's a ton of fun. Check those out. We got a... Uh, a good friend joining us on those episodes. Well, not a good friend. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a friend. Yeah, he's a friend with benefits, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He benefits from being with us. Uh, <laughs> That's what it is. But until then, guys, stay safe, stay happy, uh, do what you can. And, uh, God, it still just smells like burning in here. It does. It, it, yeah. He, now we gotta, uh, are we gonna have to fix the floor? Should we just leave it open for next week or the floor is fine, but I think we're just going to have to get a new stool. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. A new stool. Can we drop this one in the hole? That's uh, something we can talk about. Yeah. We'll, we're, we're probably going to, but until <laughs> then guys, thanks for being our friends with benefits. <laughs>